Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Practice Squad. So today, we are going to be talking NFL Draft, and I've got some new guests joining me today. That's right. So one of them you've heard before. Uh, I've got Oliver Burke joining me today. He's he's uh, winding down from the Colts draft, ready to give us some some insight on how he thinks the Colts did on their 2021 NFL draft. And I've got two new guests joining the podcast today. Some, some more buddies from high school, uh, Cody Carlson. He's, he's a fellow bears fan and he's definitely, definitely got some hot takes for us today. And then my, my buddy Grant Melvin, he's also going to be joining a fellow NFC North fan. He's a Lions fan. And so we all are huge football fans. We're all huge draft fans. I feel like every year, we you know we definitely are in group chats ready to give our thoughts and opinions on what's going on in the draft and you know poke a little fun do a little trash talking as well so we're gonna give just some general thoughts on the drafts what we liked what we didn't like uh some some players that we think are really going to do well and thrive in the nfl and so we're very excited for this episode today uh before we get into it i just want to put out there as a reminder, if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, give it a like wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and leave a five-star rating if you love this podcast. Um, I appreciate all of you listeners out there um, and am excited to get out more content for you. So without further ado, Oliver, Cody, and Grant are going to join me on a Zoom call and we're going to get into our discussion. All right, I've got some new additions to the Gan the Fan podcast on the Zoom call tonight. Uh, you've heard one of these men before. His name's Oliver Burke. He's got some he's got some good content for us, but you haven't heard these other two voices. And I'm gonna introduce you. So I've got Cody Carlson joining the call tonight. Cody, how we doing? I'm doing good. Uh, That's it. That's all you got. I'm ready to I'm ready to tell how Grant's wrong. Let's get this going. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Uh, you may have just heard, but we got Grant Melvin in the in the house tonight. Grant, how we doing? How's it going? How's it going? Wow. Uh, I, I didn't hear you there for a minute. My bad. I blocked out. Nah, you're, um, he, he's so happy about his Lions draft. He's still blacked out from. I'm feeling. Last I'm feeling very swell right now. If you know what I'm saying. If you okay. Know what I'm saying. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, and Oliver, you, you've been here before. How, how are we feeling today? I'm fine. It's well, oh, no, it's, it's going great. It's going good. Um, just happy to be on. We're happy to have you. Oliver was punching the clock late tonight. So just, just know he's, he's, uh, he's really breaking his neck to give us quality content. Um, all right. So we're going to talk some draft tonight. I'm, I'm pumped. You know, we, we talk football like 90% of the time. It feels like when we talk, so. Uh, this is this is good for this is good for us right here. Um, before we actually get into the draft, there was you know there 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 was something out there in the news kind of dominating the day the day of the draft that wasn't even related to the draft. Uh, you may you may know a fellow named Aaron Rodgers, you know reigning NFL MVP. He's got all the State Farm commercials, um, but. It's crazy that, you know, he just ended his season in the NFC Championship. Um, and he wants out of Green Bay. He he is there's been a lot of things that he said. He he doesn't want to play for the Packers. He will only play for the Packers if they fire the GM. Um, he's thinking about hosting Jeopardy instead. So I mean, like stuff is stuff is all over the place with this guy. Um, but this was a mega bombshell, you know, Schefter bomb on us Thursday afternoon. Uh, and I want to, I want to hear what was y'all's thoughts when, you know, the Aaron Rodgers news broke, um, I'll, I'll throw it to you first, Cody, what was your instant reaction to Aaron Rodgers wanting out of green Bay? Well, my instant reaction is I don't care about Aaron Rodgers. I don't think about him ever. <laughs> you know, he's a pointless guy in general. Um, but you know, for a second, when I heard him say that, I was like, man, I almost like Aaron Rodgers because there's a chance he's not a Packer anymore. But, you know, I know what the Packers will do, just like they did with, you know, Brett a couple past, 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 back in the past. Jeez. 
when when Brett was the I think Brett did the same thing, right? He was a little prima yeah. donna. Wanted, so I think the same thing's gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna want to keep their boy around, and they'll get rid of that GM. He does he means nothing to them. And then guess what? The Bears will still win the NFC North, and uh, that's all I've got to say. Aaron Rodgers, uh, he looked good at the Kentucky Derby. Um, great outfit. Looks a little thin, out of shape. So hope he can uh, hope he can play the full season without getting hurt. I like the glass half full view um, yeah. of of the Bears winning the NFC North. I'm. Um... It's not. It's not a glass half full. It's the glass is 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 going to be shattered, and that's Aaron Rodgers back by the Chicago bears defense. And that's, what's going to happen. It's I mean, just... he's, you said he's looking thin, looking susceptible yeah. to some Khalil Mack sacks. Uh, Hell, heck yeah, baby. Grant, heck what yeah. <laughs> Grant, what do we think of Aaron Rodgers wanting out of green Bay? Well, you brought up, he lost in the NFC championship again. Um, this isn't the first time he's lost there. Uh, I, I hopefully he never gets back. Um, I, I don't think the Packers are helping themselves out by drafting a quarterback and a running back in the first, second round. But before that, they've added quality defensive pieces on um, in the draft um, with Jair Alexander and, uh, you know, Aaron Jones earlier, like 2018 or so. I think it's time for him to move on from the NFC North. I'm, re- I'm ready for him to get out and another team, hopefully the Lions, to uh, take over. Um, yeah, but, uh, I'm ready to see Jordan love in, in, in the green and gold, you know, I, I think we all are us, us (laughs) NFC North buddies. We are very excited to see Jordan love in that, in that green and gold. Yeah. I don't, I'm curious, do you, and Oliver, maybe you can give your response to this. Do you think he's like, he's justified in wanting these things that, that the Packers really haven't done enough for him? Um, I'll, I'll say like, is he justified in being frustrated? Eh, maybe. I mean, they invested in everything around him except receiver, which, you know, is debatably, but they built a defense. They fired the coach, um, that was holding him back. They don't have like a GM, they have a dev group front office. So you can't just pinpoint one guy up there. Um, I mean, you know, the draft expert or whoever's actually making the pick, but you know, I think it's kind of like, you know, he's 60% to blame. Like, granted, you can't be superstar all the time. I mean, maybe blame the coach for some play calls and stuff like that, but you can't really blame the front office on that. But also, I only say that because of the latest, you know, reports coming out that they cut Kumaro, and that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, like the, a day after he came out and said that he really liked his receiver, they cut him. And so that, that was the straw that broke Camel's back that caused all this. I was like, you know, you got Adams, you know, still got us. Marcus Valdez Gantling, still got us. <laughs> it's kind of it's it's kind of like, you know the you know the video where the guy's like, he's got the pot boiling on the stove, and then he throws the I don't know what it is, but he throws something in last second, and the whole thing catches on fire. Yeah, it's it kind of feels like. You know, yeah, maybe that cut was or the Jordan Love pick really was, you know, that ingredient that got thrown into the pot that this had been boiling for a while. And it doesn't at the end of the day, it's not even like really big things. It's not like, you know, there's a lot worse front offices in the league, but it's like little slights over time eventually caused this crazy reaction from Rodgers. And I think it's also just a trend in the league. You see every major quarterback want to, you know, take a piece of the pie, you know, a little responsibility, a little ownership of it. You got Russ, you've got Deshaun Watson. Uh, that's, you know, that was different, but you got Brady. Brady got it, but he kind of earned it. So it's like you go around the league and, you know, other than Brady and uh, Mahomes, I think every quarterback really wants it and doesn't have it. So I think it's just, a, you know, the position. And then, you know, I don't think they slighted them, but – Cody, you like you got something to say? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I'm not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but guy's been carrying him. His back has got to be hurting, and just like it really, really doesn't feel like he has any say. So I guess if I would put myself in his shoes, right, I'd be pissed too. I'd be pissed that on a previous year when there were receivers 
up and down that draft that were were usable, right? And they go, hmm, Jordan Love. I would have been pissed. And I'm I I that's why I kind of like the move by Aaron Rodgers to do it on draft night. It's hilarious. And I mean, I and I think, like I said, and other every quarterback, you know, I mean, especially Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers really should have a say in what the front office does there. I think. I think that's. I think he's put a lot in. I mean, look at the stats. I don't want to read them off to you, but I'm looking at them now, and <laughs> they're terrifying, right? That guy's a freak. He's a machine. And so I, I think that the Packers are are clowns. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers should. He could go somewhere else and and, and go win a Super Bowl easily. Did you so, see the report that they turned down the trade? Sorry to cut you off, Grant, but the they, trade that the Niners were uh, were offering, just like number three, and then reportedly, but you know, I think it was a Schefter. Oh, if it was Schefter, it's real. Yeah, uh, it was like number three, you know, Jimmy G, uh, and then like four other picks of one player, something like that, and they still said yeah, no. Hall of draft picks. Yeah. Uh, the know. only thing I have to add with the Aaron Rodgers is that if you talk about. Yeah, if you talk about like quality um, teams that have gone back to the Super Bowl multiple times, I mean, first, first you have to look at the Patriots and Tom Brady. Totally different idea of like how how they should do. It. I mean, Tom Brady should have got paid. He should be getting paid just like Russell Wilson, just like Aaron Rodgers. He's as good as them because he's winning championships. Team winning championships, you know. Uh, so if Aaron Rodgers, if I'm a GM or the group of GMs, I'm like, hey, Aaron, take 10 million off your contract. I can I can go out and get a wide receiver for you. It, it, is that enough for you to go and win, go and hopefully win us a Super Bowl? I mean, I, I know that's kind of huff, tough to say, but I mean, Russell Wilson's doing the same thing. Like, oh, you're not adding pieces around me. Well, I'm also paying you top five in the league. Like, I'm I'm handicapped by that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think in Rodgers' defense. Even though, you know, I saw that, you know, 10 or nine out of their last 10 draft picks in the first round came uh, on the defensive side of the football. Um, And when you look at their like playoff collapses where they've lost in the NFC championship, they're they're getting blown out or, or, or they're at least giving up like, you know, 35 plus points in all those and all those major losses. So it's kind of like, you know, if we're going to spend all this energy towards the defense, I you know, I'm sure he he feels that he shouldn't have to do as much of the carrying come crunch time in the playoffs. Um, but I also just think, I think Aaron Rodgers is a little different than most, uh, most quarterbacks, you know, it's a little <laughs> bit, you know, I've heard, I, I've heard the same before good NFL quarterbacks, either, either they know God or they think they are a God. And Aaron Rodgers is definitely in one of those two categories. And uh, I believe he thinks he is a God. He definitely, he definitely thinks he can uh, he could do more more than just play quarterback. I'm I'm curious. Would you guys watch Jeopardy if Aaron Rodgers became the host? No. <laughs> no doubt about it. No no way. No how. Nothing. Me as a as a diehard Alex Trebek fan, I don't think I could do it. Um. Nobody nobody is better than Trebek, and Aaron Rodgers is just pompous and would piss me off probably <laughs> Aaron Rodgers uh you know I think his it's kind of monotone little little low energy you know if you got you know Pat McAfee up there if you got you know AJ Hawk really anyone who's like on it brought Tony Romo someone like that Tony maybe, Romo <laughs> yeah Romo he'd tell you the answers before they uh he asked the question but uh you know Aaron Rodgers is a little low energy so I'm, I'm a pass on that yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, he's uh, I would love, I would love to see him skip the season to play jeopardy though. That would be pretty hilarious. Okay. Um, so we've got a lot of, you know, it's weird coming on here. I don't really get to talk with other uh, NFC North fans very often. Uh, we've got NFC North corner here on this podcast and then one uh, lonesome AFC South fan. So uh, you know, the draft, it gives a lot of uh, gives a lot of hope to new fan bases uh you know there, there are some that don't have as much hope after the draft but all in all how how do each of you feel your team did grant i'm gonna start with you since your team had the highest pick um i'm gonna I'm toss it over how how are things feeling for the detroit lions this season man hopes are high hopes are high 
um, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell up there, new regime, new feel, new everything. We're drafting best available player. We're not drafting need. We're not drafting, you know, these, these crazy guys. We're drafting best available. Doesn't matter if it's a fancy pick or a flashy pick with trading up and picking a QB or anything like that, you know. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong picking Penny Sewell out of Oregon with the seventh pick. I mean, he's a top five talent, easily the best O lineman in the class, and you he just fell right to I mean right to us, and it was well. I mean, I would have ran it up at at nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. I mean, they they took too long for my my standards, but the only other thing is like we only had seven picks in this draft. And we're rebuilding. We need, I think we needed more. I think you could have traded back early in the second round. There was a lot of good players there with like um, JOK and um, the safety out of TSU and a couple guys up there. If you trade back, get a, get a couple more picks around the fourth and fifth round, build up your, uh, build up some death chart pieces. I think it would have been a little better, but we didn't pick wide receiver first. We didn't reach and tick, pick a, Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddle or anything like that. So I'm happy. I'm, I'm real happy, happy. We didn't, we didn't reach on any wide receiver. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Panay Sewell could be like the second best player in the whole draft by the, by the time it's all said and done. I, I've heard a lot of people say he's the most, uh, if, if they had to guarantee one player to make the hall of fame from this class that he's the guy. So yeah. I, the only other guy was Kyle Pitts. And I mean, I would have liked them both, but we already drafted a tight end a couple years ago, TJ Hawkinson. So I, I'm not sure about double dipping in that. And that, uh, you know, yeah. Why pick Kyle Pitts group. when you have an, a future Hall of Famer in, in TJ Hawkinson? Oh, I like that. I like that. Chicago Bear calling a future Hall of Famer <laughs> on my team. I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think, I, I mean, Kyle, Kyle Pitts would have been nice, a luxury, I would say, but. You got to build in the trenches. I mean, it's a fast-paced game, but you saw in the Super Bowl. I mean, Pat, Pat Mahomes running for his life. Do you? you know, uh, his O line. That's true. I mean, yeah, you O line, and that's why we'll come back. We'll circle back to this later. But you know, that's what makes you scratch your head about a team like the Bengals, who you know are staring. We're staring at Joe Burrow picks of his knee, looking absolutely messed up, um, <laughs> and they and they completely whiffed. I feel like so. Do you have a favorite? draft pick of the lions other than Sewell, like in the, in the later rounds. Um, I'm a, I'm a trust their instincts. Uh, I, I wasn't sure about this when they drafted them, but I'm starting to like them a little bit more. Derek Barnes, fourth round pick out of Purdue. Uh, he's an inside linebacker, got some size, got, some, got a little bit of speed, but fourth round, I mean, it's, it's a rough pick. I, I think he's a not start, but, He's unchallenged those roles. I mean, linebacker is probably our worst group other than wide receiver. So I think he's unchallenged that group of players and really fight. Hopefully he can fight for a spot starting halfway throughout the year or something like that. So I, I really, I, I like that pick. I like the upside on that. Okay. My, my buddy, Alex, he does the NBA podcast with me. He's a, he's a Purdue grad. So he might okay. could get some inside scoop for you on, uh, on the Purdue I, recruits. I, I got to give him a call. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, Oliver, your team had the had the later pick, um, twentieth over. I actually know what was it like twenty second, twenty first, twenty first overall. Um, you guys went with Quiddy Pay, the Indianapolis Colts picking Quiddy Pay first overall. You guys, you know, did some work in the later rounds too. How mm-hmm. are you feeling about the Colts draft? Um, you know, I'm used to us trading up, trading down, doing something. Um. And, you know, Chris Ballard, he normally he'll trade out of the late first and to the early second and then stack picks going on. None of that this year. Obviously, we traded our third round pick for Carson Wentz. Um, but we went quitty pay in the first. I'm on the fence. Um, everything I read is all high praise. But, you know, I wanted to tackle. I wanted to saw. We went two picks later. Um, we got a hole at left tackle. We'll see how free agency pans out. But and then we doubled down at the edge position with Odeng, uh, forgive my pronunciation, Odengbo. Um, sure. Who tore, uh, who tore his Achilles in January, so he won't be back, and he's going to redshirt a year. 
So, and then we go and don't have a third and then we go safety uh, in the fourth, Sean Davis out of Florida. You know, I thought we had two great starting safety. So he's a depth at best. And then we round out with, uh, we go wide receiver. We got a, a guard in the seventh, both of those seventh rounders. Um, and just, you know, it was just filling out depth. And so if you look at Quiddy Pay, uh, he, every, all the reports are that Ballard liked him for his character. And, you know, he put up TFLs at Michigan, but he wasn't really a sack artist. So I'm just, I'm hesitantly optimistic. One proved me wrong. Um, but that's one thing I noticed was going through all of this is you'll never get an accurate measurement of someone because when they drafted him, they said he was 6'3". His draft profile said he was 6'2 and a half. His Instagram says 6'4". Like, you know, so what I'm seeing is we got a 6'2 edge rusher with lack of sack production in college with great character. Cool. Um, you know, <laughs> just hesitantly optimistic with that one. Uh, whereas Darisol was what second team all ACC, um, and we didn't address tackle at all in uh, in draft. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Carson Wentz, you know, used to good O line. We want to keep him healthy towards ACL once. We'll, we're on our way to maybe not being off to a good start, but you know, we'll see. Uh, I'm happy that you know the Texans are the Texans and the Titans kind of botched this draft. We'll get to that later, but. Um, Ooh, no. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll give him a C minus with this one. Oh wow! So yeah. it's like ah, do, do you have like do you feel any more assurance about it because Chris Ballard has you know had a pretty good track record? Yeah, and I forgot to mention we also went tight end, who's six one, um, and is a blocking tight end. So you know that that's also a big you know. There you go. Uh, not waste of a pick, but um. <laughs> you know, we don't have left tackle, so we got to go block and tight end, right? Um, but Chris Ballard, <laughs> he's been proving, you know, they bleach report about Darius Leonard, the worst pick of the 2018 draft. And, you know, he's been an all pro two years in a row. So we'll see what happens. Um, they say, though, Dengbo's probably going to play inside more. He's 6'6. Six, six. He's kind of like a, a Buckner light, um, long arms. So, you know, we haven't had a good edge presence since Robert Mathis in 2014. So I guess you got to keep throwing picks at it. But at this point, we've drafted four edge players in the top two rounds the last three years, and none of them have really panned out. So just, I guess, just keep throwing darts at the board. Hey, maybe this is the year. Right? Fingers crossed. You never know. You never know. I am eager to see what your team looks like this year. Carson, the Carson Wentz conundrum is just, you know. Very fascinating to me. But that's a conversation for another day. Exactly. exactly. We, can spend, we can spend another hour on that alone. Um, okay, so it's rare that 50% of the podcast would be a Bears fan. Uh, but that's our situation today. Um, I know how I feel about the Bears draft. But I know someone who's a little more animated who may be able to give a, a better, more accurate feeling of what, what we Bears fans feel like after the draft. So, Cody, why don't you take it away? All right. So this is what we're going to into. I'm frustrated and it, I'm not frustrated for the reason you think I'm frustrated. The reason I'm frustrated is why couldn't we do this right a couple years ago? Right. Right. This year we picked the right guy. There's two guys on the board. Questionable, right? Oh, who are we going to pick? We picked the right one. We picked Justin Fields. This is the only pick that matters. I don't care about the second, third, fourth. None of those rounds count to me. Because the first one is the one that matters. No one goes, oh, I love second-round pick. No! I love first rounds, and they're spicy. Justin Fields is a monster. Um, Ohio State Buckeye. They have great jerseys, so that's why he's great. Um, the problem, another problem I see coming up is, you know, now the quarterback battle we have with Andy Dalton, a legend. Um, and then you have Justin Fields, a legend in his own from college. But, you know... I just don't want it to break up our team chemistry. I am excited for this year. I always go into, you know, the Bears' first picks as a, an optimistic person. I think I back Mitch Trubisky more than anybody else, you know. Honestly, more than anyone I know. Yep, because Mitch is a GOAT, and he got cheated by a bum eagle. 
That's what I like to call it. Nick Foles. I don't like talking about him. It makes me angry. But I'm very happy with the Bears draft. You know, I always like keeping my first round picks, but there's no way we're going to trade up and get that pick. So I'm happy we traded up, get Justin Field, made the Vikings look like bums, couldn't get the trade done. Um, no, with Aaron Rodgers leaving, you know, it just solidifies again. NFC North is the Bears division now. The Lions, who they have in the quarterback? I don't even remember. Um, Jared Goff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, former, Can you meet that guy? Super Bowl, former, former number Super one Bowl overall pick. Got beat by, got beat by Tom Tyler. Brady. With, what did they do that? What did Tom even do that game? Who, got beat by Tom Brady and he didn't even Tom do it. Not the Bears, baby. The Bears beat him last year. Bear down. The Patriots. But, shush. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, I, I like but, your second pick, though, in the second round. That seven, nope, seven, thank don't you. care about that. Thank you. Offensive yes. tackles don't matter, especially no. when you have a running quarterback. Lamar Jackson, ask him. He doesn't even need one. He just it's runs Ryan all the time. Stanley. I, that guy's – okay, you're right. He's kind of good. I'm curious, like, Cody. Orlando Brown. Not that, oh, that yeah, guy's yeah. not good, though. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Shh. I know you're not, Cody. I know you're not the biggest fan of our coach, Matt Nagy. Oh, Nagy. No, so me and Nagy I'm curious, have a rough relationship. Are you worried at all for Justin Fields of him going into the Nagy offense specifically? You know, that's a good point. I Maybe maybe I am a little worried now that I'm thinking about it because, you know, he might put Cordell Patterson in. And first we, he's state, gone. We, uh, he, he, we, we dropped yeah. him. Cordell is really? no longer a bear. That's great to hear. So, you know, who they'll put in is some Anthony, uh, Anthony Miller. They'll put Anthony Miller at running back on first down and try to run him three times. And then, oh, we don't know why we're not running the ball. Well, because we keep running receivers there. Um, I would have loved to see a running back pick. Um, I'm a huge, huge running back aficionado. But uh, I could be happy with the well, quarterback Montgomery's pick. And, oh, no, Montgomery's good. But yeah. I, I wouldn't care. You guys drafted Virginia Tech's running back, baby. We did. That's um, right, baby. How good are they this year or last we're year? We get a little Herbert action in there. He was good this year. He was very good. Was I, I, I actually think he will become a um, – I know it's weird because they already have Tariq Cohen as well, but he'll, he'll be able to get him out of here too. For the, too they, short. They, he, um, he returned punts and kicks for the Hokies too. So um, I really – so what I've heard is that, um, or just, you know, I, I've heard different analysts talk about that they believe that Justin Fields was Nagy's pick, not Pace's pick. That, oh, and that's, that's what and, everybody was saying. And when you think, of, when you think about it, in 2017, when, when they got it wrong, Nagy was not the head coach. It was it still was, John Fox. It was Fox. your boy Pace. Well, I thought it was um, Pace at that. Pace was still no, the... No, no, I'm saying Pace was the GM, but Nagy yeah. was not coach yet. So, so you're saying it's all Pace. So you just fault. wonder, because... You just wonder, Nagy was, you know, on that Chiefs team, Mahomes' rookie year, and was, you know, obsessed with Mahomes. Who, who knows, you know, if we if we fire John Fox a year earlier and Nagy becomes available, who knows what happens. But I do think I, I'm i willing to give Nagy another shot, uh, knowing that this is, you know, his guy that he wanted. It's kind of, it's kind of an all-or-nothing year. It's weird that that this make or break season is happening while we have a rookie quarterback uh, behind center. Cause you would think he needs time to grow, but the head coach and general manager need to make the playoffs or else they're both fired. So it's which is crazy. It's going to force him into the, the fire too quick. That's Maybe. what I'm thinking. Yeah. It, 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 I think, honestly, it might. Adam Gase. I think, I think it's, I think it's weird that we had, I mean, we've made the playoffs a lot and they do yeah. get a lot of hate, but it's just, I think, you know, Chicago fans are anxious. You know what I mean? Just like we were anxious when the Cubs didn't win, right? Mm-hmm. No one likes the Sox. If you like the Sox, get off the podcast. Um, <laughs> but you were anxious. We want them championships. We're a big city. We're we're a big sport. It's a giant sports town. So, you know, and it's Chicago been a long fans want too. winners. It's, yeah. it's it's become a long drought that, that where the Bears have truly been dominant. So, yeah. Um, six years. Hey, no one's counting or anything, but I do. I did like the the number number two pick, the second round pick, um, Tevin Jenkins. If you listen to the earlier podcast I did on the draft, I said he's someone I want for the Bears, and I was thinking for number twenty overall before we traded up. So the fact that he fell in the second round, 
he's our new left tackle. They the Bears dropped Charles Leno today, and so uh, Jenkins is the new left tackle. So I'm I'm excited for him. Um, but that I feel I feel like, you know we've all gotten our feelings out about our teams. You know, this is this was a good time to do the podcast. It wasn't you know we we've had time to sit with our feelings for a while and you know have a have a little more uh, um, textured response. So I. Uh, I'm ready. I'm eager to hear now something I asked each of you beforehand. Do you have a specific hottest take from the draft? Um, I'll let, I'll open the floor to whoever wants to go first. something that happened. It could be a player. It could be a, it could be a uh, team that made a poor decision. Uh, Something that people didn't like that you do like, I don't know. I'll open the floor. Well, I'll go first then. The biggest, this is going to be the hottest take. Trey Lance, overrated. Not even that good. You know, it's all this credential stuff people look at. You know, you see his height. You see what he looks. You know, who's he look like? He looks like Patrick Mahomes' little brother. Right? 6'4", 224, giant hands, big arm, right? You've been studying Mahomes a little bit, haven't you? He's from North Dakota State. This is where Trey Lance is from. Who the heck did he play at North Dakota State? You're lucky I don't have the, you know, I just, I think he's, I think he's inexperienced. I don't think he's that good. Um, But mainly the fact that he looks like Patrick Mahomes, right? Yes. I think that's why he got picked pretty much. That's, that's why he got picked. It was like, oh, he looks like, he looks like Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be so good. No, he's not. He's not Patrick Mahomes. That's my hot take. Trey Lance is a bum. Oliver just put in the chat zero from holes and I'm dead. <laughs> That's another good comp. He's another good lookalike. Dude, just keep digging. Um, my hot take is going to be that Mac Jones has the third best career of the quarterbacks drafted. Interesting. Who you got? Who you got one and two? I'm just curious. Career. I'm going to go number one, Trey Lance. Oh gosh! Well, that's oh, a hard hey, trolling. Hey. I see. That's huh? hotter than the Mac Jones take. I think number yeah. two, you know, probably Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is, you know, the Jaguars had the first pick for a reason. Um, you know, you look at a plethora. How many number one overall quarterbacks have like, you know, the last great number one overall quarterback? You know, Kim Newton with MVP, sure. Matt Stafford, probably the best of like the recents. Um, but, you know, you look at him, I, I think that Mac Jones is getting Bill Belichick. He's getting a great system. Trey Lance, he's getting a great offensive mind. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. I think he's a great talent, but I'm not sold on the Jets. That's the landing spot. Um, and then Fields, I just, you know, I didn't really like him as like, I, I didn't want him. Um, hope he does great. But I think he was. We do too. I, I just can't get out of my head. <laughs> I can't get out of my head the. Dwayne Haskins and the Terrell Priors of the world. Um, and, you know, not for nothing, Nagy was, he's an offensive guy. And Mitch, you know, he, he flashes sometimes when Mitch burned out. So, I, you know, I, just low expectations there for me. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Mac Jones, proven pre- uh, pedigree. Great. That hurts. Um <laughs> hope your quarterback quits again early all right um hopefully not hopefully not i was about to um, leave the zoom yeah hop off this chat but no I, I think you know mac jones has potential and he does have to start right away they got cam i think he'll play at most eight games unless cam gets hurt early which is always a possibility um so yeah that's my hot take that is i thank you for sharing I can't say I agree with that, but I actually do think Mac Jones is somewhere in the middle when it's all said and done. I, th- I don't think he's bad. Actually, I think if he would have been gone to the Bears, he would have been god awful, horrible. Um, but he's in he's in a good place with the Patriots where he could be he can be all right. Um, Grant, I'm curious, you got any spice for us? Oh yeah, baby. You guys, <laughs> you guys are mentioning quarterbacks. Kyle Trask. We were talking about him during the season. He got, he got put in the best place, Super Bowl winning team, old quarterback that's, that might is one injury away from leaving the NFL with a great head coach in, in uh, 
Bruce Arians or yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you're looking, you're looking at the Tom Brady effect right there. Tom Brady's then get injured. Kyle Traft's going to step I... in and take that position away with all those weapons on offense, all those weapons on defense. He's going to be a, I mean, that, that team's going to be tough to deal with for the next three to four years. That is a hot without, take. I, without I, Tom Brady. I don't know, man. Okay, so my thing is Tom Brady doesn't get hurt. I if I, I gave know, you I know. if I gave you over or under three years before Kyle Trask sees the field, are you taking the over I'm, or under? I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under, no doubt. Oh, okay. Okay. I feel like if Tom you, Brady's said, gonna, gonna stretch it out to 49 or 50 now. Oh, he's gonna take it, he's gonna take it as far as he can, but Kyle Trask is going to start week 18 this year. Oh, true. In the playoffs? That's right, yeah. Now we got 18 weeks. That's right, yeah. It'll oh, be week like, 18. I thought you yeah. were game 18. <laughs> That'll be uh, the the team, the time for all the good teams to let their, their young guys play. I like it, though. I mean, Kyle Trask, you're right. He was being talked about. It is weird how the narrative changes so much from the college regular season to draft time. Like, yeah. if... If the if the draft had happened sooner, Kyle Trask might might have been more closer I, I, I to the first a, round. I think it's a good quarterback class. I mean, I, I mean, we always talk about the first round being boomer bust, but Kyle Trask going to the right place, right time. I, I think it's perfect for him and that that head coach and everything to work out in his in the favor of like doing well. I mean, Trevor Lawrence going to. Jacksonville, you know, <laughs> Jaguars. I, I mean, that team could be in Europe next couple of years. That's True. how bad they are. I mean, Trey Lance, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo goes down and then Trey Lance is not far behind him, and then Kyle Shanahan might be out of the league if, if he does bad. So, I mean, it, it's it's always boomer bust with those guys. I, I don't know. Kyle Trask, I don't think is a safe pick at late, late in the second round, but I think he was definitely a need for that team in a few years. I mean, they re-signed everybody back. So, Tom Brady, your oldest a, dude. It's a good call, and I, I think he's in a good position to succeed. I kind of forgot about him, so that's a good, good call. Um, okay, so another question I asked each of you beforehand would be to pick a winner and a loser from the draft. I feel like this is something you see all a lot of articles do the day after the draft. Everyone's got their grades. Everybody's got their winners and losers. This could be a player. This could be a team. This could be anything. This could be Roger Goodell's chair. Um, <laughs> we'll start with you, Grant, uh, because I know you're ready. What, uh, I'm always what are ready, your Josh. winners and losers of the draft? Uh, do you want me to start? I'll just start with the losers. I mean, those Go are for more it. Go important, for it. right? Mike Mayock, what are you doing, man? You're this draft guru, and you're drafting uh, Alex Leatherwood in the first round. You're drafting um, Kellen Farrell. You're drafting Henry Ruggs III. You're drafting Damon Arnett. You're drafting all these guys in the first round that uh, – I mean, the jury's still out on, like, Henry Ruggs. But, I mean, Jerry Judy was there and all those guys. I mean – this guy's a draft guru. He got he he was brought there to draft well. Uh, he did not go there to coach. He did not go to there to do anything like that. He got there. To, he was brought there to draft well, and, he, and I, don't, I don't think I've seen it. So, yeah, you got the head coach on a ten-year contract. I, I think I think John Gruden's going to go through three GMs till he he's out of the league. So, Oof. I mean, it, that's a tough system or, or tough place to win right now, and I don't. I don't think they're doing the right things. I think they had a, they had the uh, or the right amount of picks with the um, Khalil Mack trade. I mean, they had multiple first rounders over the last few years, and it has not turned out well. Um, yeah, in theory, to, when that trade ma- was made, the Khalil Mack trade, you look. Everyone always looks at draft picks as like these almost unfathomable assets that is so uh, you know so important to have but then you have to actually land the picks and the raiders haven't they definitely have not done that yet so yeah i mean um, hunter renfro in the fifth round great value big, big winner <laughs> big winner for the raiders <laughs> big definitely. winner but i mean you can't you have you have to draft draft well in the early rounds i mean cody said the first round i mean that's you have to draft well i'm sorry yeah. I mean, it's yeah. nice to draft well in the second and third but the first round talent is what everyone's going to look at what what fills the seats what you know pays the bills in a sense so 
It's very true. Do you have a do you have a winner? I do have a winner. Uh, Drew Locke at the beginning because they didn't drop the QB, so they got another year. But I mean, that's just a small winner. He's he's happy. I know he is. Um, I know me and Oliver are probably thinking the same thing. Um, so I'm just going to throw a little bit on it. The Minnesota Vikings, I mean, trading back and adding their guy instead of at 14, they're adding him at 23 and, and Darisaw. Um, Kellen Mond, I think, is a good pick early in the third round. I mean, sits behind Kirk Cousins with a good offensive coach uh, or like a pro-style offense and stuff like that. Um, they add in value with Chaz Surratt. I was, I was high on him because the Lions needed some linebacker help, and I looked into those guys. Uh, Wyatt Davis, the guard in the third round. I think just solid players on both sides that's going to fight for those depth chart positions and really solidify that starting lineup, you know, throughout, I mean, the whole team, really. And I think that's – I don't think they're going to challenge the NFC North, you know, from the Lions, really. But uh, Oh, gosh. <laughs> more, more likely the Packers and then the Bears, but I think they're doing the right things, having all those picks, doing the right uh, – adding the right people as of right now i mean we'll know we won't know for five years but i think they're uh at the first look of it i think they're good yeah i think all the nfc north teams are winners because of the aaron Rodgers news uh but the vikings like they definitely doubled down they're, they're they had a phenomenal draft um yeah. i i can't argue with that um oliver i'll toss it to you now do you have any have any winners and losers Starting out with the losers, uh, gotta say Joe Burrow's recently reconstructed ACL. Um, they had a chance to go Panay Sewell, really one of the three true left tackles in the draft. And they went Jamar Chase. I get it, you know, pair him up with like the best wide receiver prospect this year, um, or at least top two. But and then his boy from college, I get it. But you know how's with one and a half seconds to get the ball off, you can't really go that far. Um, and I think that it's easier to find a receiver deeper in the draft than it is to get a quality franchise left tackle. But we'll see. Um, you know, they still they have their their boy from last year. Um, and then uh, just want to throw out another loser: the New York Giants uh, getting jumped by their division rival. Oh, that's and right. With yeah. the help of another division rival. So they went Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and Eagles, Cowboys slip, jumped them to get Devonta Smith. Um, and, you know, then immediately the Giants go and take uh, Kadarius Tony, who, you know, is wide receiver four, but I think there's a drop off after Smith. So you, you know that they are waiting for Smith and hoping that he falls into their laps. Everyone thought the Cowboys are going defense and they just got jumped and there's no way to do it. And it's your division rival. So that's they're holding that L. But if I'm going to go winner, it's going to be Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. You look, they get a they get Jalen Waddle, um, which kind of funny because Jalen Waddle came out and said he liked Jones over Tua. Yeah, that's college. right. So no one really brought that up. Um, but then they also turn around and they get Jalen Phillips. You know, they get the Jalen's. Jalen Phillips was some people's number one edge in the draft. So they're able to secure both a franchise edge potentially, as well as a wide receiver one for Tua. Um, I think they kind of just killed it in the first round. Um, and then they flip around in the second round to get a franchise left tackle in Eichenberg. Some people didn't like him. He's Notre Dame. They kind of pump out studs. So yeah, I think that they're, they're probably my winner for this one. That's a good. Uh, those are those are excellent picks. Those are excellent picks, Cody. Uh, what what you got for us over there? You know, Josh. I think a little bit before this, you said picks are a hot commodity. They're like gold. I don't think that's exactly what you said, but I am interpreting as I want to. <laughs> sure. That's what right? I should have said. Dra- draft picks. I think everybody here, right? Everybody wants draft picks. Grants Lions have a thousand picks now. I don't know who the Colts pick, so I ignore them. But. The loser of this draft is a team that had three picks and not not one in the first round. It's the Seattle Seahawks who added literally nothing. They added, I think, a corner, which – and then they, they could be – let me look at their names. You got – I don't even know who these people are, right? I'm not even going to – I'm not even going to dilute, right? They had three picks 
and they drafted another receiver, which they had Tyler Lockett, who people for some reason still don't like, but does fun. And then you got Matt Calf. Who else did they have? They got weapons all over that field. Russell Wilson's just a baby, right? They needed some secondary and some defense, and there wasn't enough pick for me for the Seahawks, and I think they're the losers. Um, I think another loser, just like a small loser, is the Steelers picking Najee Harris. Oh. I don't think I don't think Najee Harris was the pick for them. They have Najee's got, the they good have, at running back though. Najee's Najee, no Najee's good. I'm not saying Najee's a bad running back. I'm saying the pick of a running um, back was, was yeah, rough. pick of a running back for them. They, they have so many other issues they need to settle, especially Big Ben being a thousand <laughs> and his weight crushing his knees. So it's hard for him to move in the pocket still. Yeah. I don't know what's higher, his weight or his – you're right, his weight or his age. One of them is a little too high, and I think it's both of them actually now. But that's another loser for me. I do love Najee Harris. Let me make sure I know that. Big Bamo boy. Roll do you think tag. he'll be good? Do you think he'll be good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, mm, like I think he'll be good. on the Steelers. No. No. I think they'll okay. I think they'll trade him. I think he'll get moved. He'll he'll want to leave. He'll go and he'll go play for a good team. A team that wants him, right? Yeah. And the okay. team is going to I I want him to be used as a smaller Derrick Henry and mm. another program somewhere else. I want him to be of just every down back all those touches and then the winner of the draft is is an easy easy it's the Chicago Bears. Um you know, who wants Andy Dalton as your quarterback nobody so we make the move we get justin fields and we put us in a place to win right you're not going to win with andy dalton grant uh nfc north would you rather play to andy dalton or justin fields um andy dalton he's zero and four in the playoffs so i, I like <laughs> I like my odds but you um... see so why would that's i want to keep andy dalton that's that's all i've got to say chicago bears winner of the draft best draft um go that back. was great Real quick Real quick, Jared Goff is uh has more playoff wins than all of the NFC North, other than Aaron Rodgers. But you know, just throwing yeah. it out there. All right, I can't I can't wait to see the, the Jared Goff prove that it was all him and not Sean McVay. <laughs> the and guy Doug who can Gurley. literally re- the guy who can remember plays, right? right? Or is it or is it Jared Goff? It's definitely a guy Jared who Goff, can remember right? every play that's ever happened in a game, or it's some like average white quarterback. Who knows? I mean, who knows? We we don't know anything. Um, right, well, Oliver, you have you have something to add, and then uh, this t- the time's almost out. I have two minutes thirty seconds. All right, I'll make it quick. Let's do this. Another fat L being held by the Tennessee Titans. Um, they're holding this L. You see, they went out and they drafted Caleb Farley. All right, all respect to Caleb Farley, but the man's had, what, three back surgeries in the past, like, three years? It's unfortunate. And, you know, yes, Jeffrey Simmons worked out, but also their fourth-round pick was arrested this morning. After Isaiah oh. Wilson, first-round pick last year, went off the rails, you know, that that's a mega flop. You know, they drafted a high-risk Cairo Ward, Caleb Farley, before the surgeries, all that. Great prospect, love him. But just want to, you know, hand out hand out this capital L to Tennessee Titans. Uh, you know, talented team, just this draft, you know, not really hitting. Yeah, I didn't realize that about their fourth round pick. And I, I'm pulling hard for Caleb Farley because, you know, he's another. It's rare that you see two Virginia Tech players go in the first round. So it's possible. Hey, Michael Porter Jr. in the NBA, he had some back issues too. He's, he's hooping now, so. It's possible. It's possible. We've uh, we've talked about a lot of the drafts so far. We haven't talked as much about the individual players themselves. And so a couple questions. First off, uh, and, and honestly, this does have a lot to do with fit, I think. But uh, who do you guys think is going to win this year's Rookie of the Year? I'll offense? open the floor. Uh, offense, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say offense here. Mm. It's got to go to someone who's going to immediately get playing time. So, you know, Trevor Lawrence is the, is the you know, underhand toss. But I'm not going Trevor Lawrence. Oh, okay. I'm All right, going... no Trevor Lawrence. Who do we think then? <laughs> Cody, I think I know your answer. All right, I'll just say it because everyone's thinking it because it's the correct answer. It's Justin Fields, you know. Chicago's offense, fast, 
speedy. Hopefully um, Nagy makes some good play calls this year. Doesn't run it for f- two, three downs, and then wonder why we didn't get the first down. Great call um, up the middle. <laughs> shut your does mouth. He, does he start week one? That's yes. Thing. I think yes. Andy Dalton, they, they posted that thing of Andy Dalton QB1 just so he wouldn't leave because no one wants to live in Chicago because it's freezing half the year. But back to what I was saying. Justin Fields, mobile quarterback, a lot of options to throw to. Cole Komet, Anthony Miller's on the team. Who's that other more, uh, Mooney? Good running uh, receiver. Hopefully Moore's not on the you're, team. You're Can't catch a pass. Are. What do you mean? Those are all people on the team, I assume. <laughs> still? <laughs> you know, you still have, you have Montgomery. You have Montgomery who can catch the ball. These are all people All people he could get the ball to on, even if he doesn't have to throw the ball deep, little short dinks, you know, run screens. Play, play them Patrick Mahomes style, except not the far throws, just all the little screens to his fast little running, his receivers and running backs. Um, I think Justin Fields is the, is the, the easy choice for rookie of the year. Oh, I'd be ecstatic. Um, do we do we have a more widely accepted pick, or do we also have some some other surprises for rookie of the year? Jamar I mean, Chase. Jamar he Chase. Be, he probably is going to start. You know, he's already got the chemistry built in. Receivers normally take a year or two to get situated, but he's got the chemistry with Burrow. Um, I think if he can put up, you know a borderline Pro Bowl season, he'll get the nod, kind of like Justin uh, Jefferson did. Um, it's all going to come down to how the quarterbacks play, if they're, if they're somewhat floppish. And if I'm looking at the five, I, only, I think two might start week one, or th- maybe three. Three will probably start week one. I think Lance and, uh, and Jones will probably come in halfway through the season. But It's a definitely a quarterback. It's typically a quarterback winning award. I can't really think of a of a position player to win it recently. Um but I I'm curious, Grant, do you have a do you have a different pick than the two that have been said already? It's a changing NFL, man. It's the pass league, you know, pass, pass, pass. And uh, the what was the number one pass offense last year? Or the top one of the top? It was the Falcons. The Falcons, Julio Jones has only done play eight games, and his replacement, Kyle Pitts is going to be rookie of the year. I mean, I don't think there's really any doubt about that. It's like you're adding a you're adding a star caliber pass catcher to a high uh, an air raid type of offense. I mean, yeah, you have Calvin Ridley and he's going to take the top off and he had 1300 yards last year and stuff like that, but I mean, Kyle Pitts is is going to be right there with him or right there with the top of. That's a good pick. I I haven't I mean, I think I think it would take Julio getting hurt and Calvin Ridley not doing much for that to happen, but but it's a sneaky good pick because that's an air raid offense. What do you think, Cody? I think Grant is, uh, you know, Virginia is almost legal now on drugs. I think Grant got a head start um, because I do love the pits, right? Actually, one of my hot takes I didn't get to slide in was Pitts is going to have more touchdowns than Julio this year easily. And Calvin. I think he'll have more touchdowns than both of them. Not together, but I think he'll have more touchdowns than both of them. Julio's not a red um, zone threat. That's the only bad part. Comparing just, the two. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm I just think... saying, Pitt, I think Pitts is going to have more touchdowns than, than Calvin Ridley yeah. and Julio. It can happen. Um, I think for that, for, for him to win MVP at the tight end position on a team that has that many weapons, right? Running back, they got a they have two. Who's the, who's the running back behind Freeman? It's uh. Todd Gurley. Oh, Todd Gurley. And I said Freeman. I'm going crazy. It's Todd Gurley's the running back. They have Todd Gurley. They have Julio. They have Calvin. And you think a tight end. You think think (laughs) Kyle Pitts is going to get the most – you think he's going to be stand out on that offense so much? It's just going to be Matt Ryan again. I mean, yeah, but I mean, if you look at the Vikings, I mean, they yeah, Justin Jefferson was a true number one and everything. But they still had Dalvin Cook, which is a premier run offense – or that is like a still a premier run offense with Dalvin Cook and – he put up 1,400 yards. I mean, Justin Jefferson's a freak athlete. I mean, great player. I think Kyle Pitts, yeah, I think he's going to have more touchdowns. I mean, I think he's big, strong, uh, who, fast at that at that position. Who won rookie of the year last year? It was um, Herbert. Herbert. Herbert, that's what I thought. Herbert. Okay. Good, old, good old Herbert. Um, Herbert the Herbert. So I think a more prevalent question to the guys on this call, and, you know, 
be careful how you answer this question. You may be leaking your future draft strategy to, you know, fellow league members, but who are guys from this draft that you want on your fantasy team this upcoming year? So the guys that are going to be good this year in their rookie season, I actually, I'm a, if you guys don't mind, I'm a, I'm going to spit off a few, some of the, um, some of the, a, a later pick actually. Gordon. And that's Rondale Moore wide receiver from Purdue who got picked up in one of the later rounds by Arizona. I thought the Cardinals would try and get a receiver in the first round. They waited and got Rondale Moore in the second or third round. And that dude's a burner. They, they've already got Hopkins. They've already got um, Larry Fitzgerald and, and AJ green. And now you throw in a speedster like Rondale Moore and they, they're going to truly uh, kind of capture what they brought in, you know, this whole Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray to do. And that spread the spread the field out and do, you know, five, four or five receivers wide and just run basically like go routes the whole time. So I think Rondell Moore is going to uh, going to thrive. He's a, he's more of a sleeper. I feel like because of the amount of players there are out there for a fantasy draft, but I feel like he can end up having a good year. Um. I like I like the sleeper idea. I'm a fourth round fourth round running back, Chubba Hubbard on the Panthers. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's coming back off of it off of an injury, and you know uh, I, I think he's a very good talent. But you always need that second running back, and you saw Mike Davis tear it up last year. So if he gets injured at all this year, if he gets injured at all this year, I mean Hubbard's right behind him. So I, I don't uh, yeah, it's it's relying on an injury or you know hopefully some extra play time, but I mean, that could be a two back set. I mean, it, I think there's a lot of weapons on that offense too, but I like them. I think this is Grant trying to protect his real answer from us so that we don't take him in the draft. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I have one. Got yet, anybody? So I, I mean, uh, I got, I got, I got two. All right. And now hear me out. I know I did say this is a bad spot for this guy to land, but if, uh, if you know me and you know how I draft in fantasy, quarterbacks don't matter. You can get them at any point. What you get is you get them dang running backs. And you get as many as you can, and you hold them forever until everyone wants them from you. You know who I want from this? I want Najee Harris. <laughs> no, because Najee Harris. He's already contradicting going, himself. <laughs> I'm already contradicting myself. But listen, the Steelers are, are brain dead. And I'm sorry, Matt, if you're listening to this, um, Matt Money, shout out. Um, but they will do everything wrong. But the one thing they will do right is when they are near the 10, 10-yard 10 line, they will hand it to Najee Harris, and Najee Harris will have a ton of touchdowns. Because watching James Conner run power runs is like watching um, Grant run in general. It's just not interesting to watch. It's uh, very, very slow and methodical. And when you yeah, put the guy like Najee – Oh, no, I can't even see you. I'm literally like I'm in the first race for the fast people. And then like, all right, put the fat guys on the line. <laughs> um, but like I said, I think Najee Harris. And then obviously um, another one is uh, my boy, Justin Fields. I don't know how many times I got to say it. Justin Fields, the best pick in this draft. He's going to be the best fantasy pick besides my boy, Najee Harris. Cody, when is Thank your you. Justin Fields jersey arriving? Uh, should be tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Just make it sure. I had Just it overnight. Sure. You need, I think you need something to hold you over until the season starts. <laughs> Oliver, you so got me. Co- any... Wait. So Cody's going to go, um, Justin Fields first or second round in the fantasy. Oh is, yes. Is we need details here, round? Cody. Oh, you want to know? Um, he'll be there in the 12th round and I'll take him in free agency because no one will pick him. <laughs> right. So <laughs> that's free telling you because hey, that's you how got another Bears fan to compete against here. Yeah. Well, yeah Josh. Josh, you're pretty good at my fantasy. Mm. Okay. Josh, how many times you want fantasy? Let's tell your sports. Stop. Tell your tell your sports listeners how many times you want fantasy football. I don't want to hear. I've got the worst injury bug of all time. <laughs> I just want to point out I'm the reigning champ. Just hey, we so got champs. Okay, flex. okay. We, we got, got champs. Well, Oliver, I'm just saying there's mutual champions in here, and there's two people who aren't. So let's just listen to our picks, and then let's ignore what Grand Josh saying. Exactly. Like I'm sure people <laughs> want to hear me say that. Uh, 
Uh, actually, no. If I'm looking at these lists, I had a couple, but now that I'm, like, I'm actually backtracking on a lot of them, like I was going to say Dwayne Eskridge, he went to the Seahawks. He's a big body receiver out of Western Michigan. But if you look at it, I think he's going to be buried on the depth chart behind uh, blanked on all their names. Metcalf. Behind Lockett. Every- yep. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, if I'm looking through, it's just like I was also going to say um, the Ohio State running back. Uh, Trey Sermon, he went to the 49ers. But if you think of Kyle Shanahan and everything like that, they kind of go by committee. So I'm actually going to pick Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, going to the Ravens. Because the Ravens, they draft receivers, but they never really succeed in picking up receivers. Like, they'll they'll draft them, they'll have them, they'll make a player to like Hollywood Brown. He's a, you know, he's a burner, he's a speedster. He gets a couple targets, but, you know, he's not a true, true X-factor receiver. So I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. Um, I like the Najee pick. Don't want to copy that. I'm staying away from Travis Etienne. It seems like they only drafted him just because they wanted to get, you know, Trevor's, you know, partner in crime at Clemson. And as soon as they drafted him, they said that he's the third down running back. And James Robinson last year was super impressive. So I don't really think he's going to get the time on the field. Might get touchdowns, but um, might only really be a handcuff. Uh, but yeah, you know, just got to stay away from most of these wide receivers because a couple of them just, you know, I don't trust the quarterbacks they're throwing to or they. Uh, uh, let me flip it around, actually, because as soon as you asked it, I thought about it. which existing receivers are going to be more draftable because of the quarterbacks they just got. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, Kyle Pitts again. Yeah. But wait, so well, the teams that drafted quarterbacks in this draft, which of those receivers are going to be better off? Oh, I mean, yeah. I think I think Allen Robinson is has got to be has got to be up there as someone that's going to benefit from this. I got to think about some of the other teams that had Jamison uh, Crowder. Jamison Crowder, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he's just a solid, like, it didn't it, ne- it never really mattered who was throwing him the ball. He would always produce, not in major ways, but in, in like, pretty pretty good enough ways. Maybe maybe DJ Shark comes back this year. He let right. me down last year. Uh, maybe he comes back this year now that he's got Trevor Lawrence thrown. Yeah, Chenault, for sure. I'm know. curious. The other guys, it's hard to tell. Like, with Lance and uh, Jones, you don't know if those guys are going to be starting for their team. Well, I, that's, uh, you know, that, that's probably good for our fantasy roundup. I'll ask one more question is who's, uh, who's NFL body. Are you most jealous of from this draft class? Who's, who's the Mac most Jones. attractive, uh, Mac Jones. We're going Mac Jones all around. No, I'm actually not because <laughs> I'm not a one-way thinker. I actually have two options. Um, <laughs> number one is, uh, the one, the only Justin Fields. Um, oh my gosh. I'm tired of asking you questions. <laughs> um, I mean, do you, if you want me to explain, you know, I, I don't think I have to. 6'3", 227, you know, it's a good build. Athlete. That's what I like to see. But to my more serious answer is a 6'6 monster, Kyle Pitts. Mm. A man, a man among boys. Playing for the Atlanta, gosh! Imagine, imagine being Kyle Fitz. He, I, it'd be great. You could, you don't even have to play football. You just go play basketball, which is a way better sport in general. No I would offense like to, to see the, him play basketball. That gosh, would be interesting. The six six two forty five. He'd be bullying out there. My guy play. outweighs him by twenty pounds. Oh, Big geez. body Presley Harvin, Hunter to the Steelers. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wait, are you serious? He, yeah. he's changing he, the NFL. He's the hit he is and he's like so kick, big. Kick the ball, hopefully. So I, I wish I'm, I could, I'm excited to see him. I wish I could send you a picture what? so you could show everybody. I'm looking it up um, right now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he is the that's beefiest that's punter a, since that BYU punter or Penn State good. punter. I'm excited for him. He doesn't look. I, w- good. I wish him the best. I wish him the best. Me and him look like we both could play that position. And let's just say I work constantly and eat out every day. So take that out. You just need to start. You just need to start punting some balls and you might be in the league. (laughs) Dang right. That guy can make it. I like it. I like it. I'm excited to see his career. He could be the next. He led the nation in punting. You you mean he's going to be the next Mark? uh, He's going to be the next King. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two punters you ever think about is 
Yeah. Marquette King. Any other? Pat well, McAfee. You're talking. About no, Oliver, no. Wait. Yeah, who's the second guy? <laughs> I don't even know the second guy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Who did he play for? I, I know, know that. I know the McAfee like podcast, but yeah, the podcaster. Football? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it was like you know, like a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. nothing's like. Yeah, I did I if he played for a team, he must have played for a small organization, something not important. <laughs> yeah, a little Midwest team. Yeah, Island are big Midwest teams. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Down the street. All right, All right. Well, that's gonna do it for our NFL draft discussion. Guys, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna have to do this again. Yep. Did you guys yeah, enjoy fun. your time? It was fun. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I I enjoyed everything, but uh, more talk about Justin Fields next time, guys. Let's keep <laughs> it. Let's keep it real. You guys are all planned because you know there's two Bears fans in here. You don't want to look like a biased podcast, but we all know who the best draft pick was. Well, again, uh, thank you all for joining me. And thank you, everybody, for listening.